For the Love of Dallas, building empowered communities by highlighting those who donate their most precious resource, time. Welcome to the show for the Love of Dallas. I'm your host, Lauren Davis, and today we have a very special guest. And he actually has two names. He was formerly known as Nathaniel Prescott, but when 2013 came around, Dak hit the scene his sophomore year at, uh, at Mississippi State, he became Dak's dad. <laughs> so welcome to the show, thank Dak's you. dad. Thank you, Lauren. A pleasure to be here. Oh, Appreciate you thank, much. <laughs> thank you for being here. Well, you're here because you run um, Dak's foundation, which is um, Faith Fight Finish Foundation. Yes, ma'am. Um, how did that come to be? How did, how did Dak want to start that? I mean, you, we were talking off air and y'all are some of the most lovely people and we have Thank friends you. in common, family in yes, common, and, and you're just such good people. Tell me how, how this came about. And you're making me blush. Now, <laughs> you can tell, but, uh, actually the name Faith Fight and Finish, uh, Dak's mom labeled each one of the boys. Uh, Dak was Faith, Tab was Fight, and Jace was Finish. And so, like I said, uh, upon her getting sick, uh, again, right around his freshman, sophomore year, when she told us all that he, she had cancer, she told him every grade had a story. Mm -hmm. And she asked him to allow her to be his story. Oh. A hard fight, and yes, a hard one, but he took it on, and I mean, head on. So like I said, needless to say, once he got to where he was and got established in the league, in her honor, he decided to establish the foundation. And again, named after his, him and his two brothers, Fate, Fight, and Finish. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I don't even know if we're going to get you this intro without crying. That is so beautiful. Your, your, your family is so strong. Can you give us a, a window into, into you being a father? I know you were at every game. I think that's kind of how you got the name. Dak's dad, they have placeholders for you. People clear the way for you. Can you give us an insight into your family? Because the little you share with me is just so inspirational. And I think our world needs more families like yours, more Thank present you. fathers Thank you, um, and mothers. I, I, we Peggy have to and I were high school sweethearts. Oh my gosh. Uh, and at a time it was actually taboo, but like I said, we, we fought through all of that. And yeah. out of that union, we got, we were blessed with three beautiful boys. Uh, Dak being the baby of the family, uh, Tad being our firstborn. And uh, like I said, got married just a couple of weeks ago. I said, thank God for that union, yeah. but uh, still known as Miss Peggy's firstborn. You know, and she said he was so much like me that, I mean, you couldn't come at Tad without a crossword. You were going to get a fight. And so he <laughs> yeah. to say that, that he, was, he, he just became the fighter. He was a little fighter. And then we was blessed with Chase and Chase's uh, nickname was Moose. Uh, he was born at 10 pounds, six ounces. Oh my God. His, his aunt walked in and said, that's not a baby. <laughs> that's, that's a moose. And oh my so and she went out that day and bought him a little shirt because again, none of the little shirts that they had at the baby would fit him. So she bought him a little moose shirt and it stuck. And then last but not least, here come our little Dak. And we swore it was going to be a little girl. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I said, we had our two boys and she kind of wanted a little girl. And she said the pregnancy was totally different. And she said, he's, he's just so, and I kept saying that, oh my God, it's going to be a little fast little girl. You know, it's going to yeah. be the death of me, you know, just trying <laughs> to keep up with it. But lo and behold, here come Dak. You know I mean? Thank God it wasn't Jethrine. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, uh, but no, him coming along and uh, like I said, just being four and five years younger than the two brothers, but always had to be right there with them. I mean, mm -hmm. he would take the, the knocks, the bumps, the bruises. And uh, she told him early in life that if you can't, if you're going to cry, then you can't play with your brothers. If you can't keep up, you know, because mom's not going to listen right, to that. Yeah. You know? 
And so he immediately took it on, like every little bump and bruise, you see him in the corner and going back at it, you know. <laughs> suck it suit, up. <laughs> suck it up. And, and so he did. And like I said, we, we just had such a little tight, little knit group and uh, moved uh, up in Shreveport area, a little town mm -hmm. called Halton, which was kind of like our little hometown that Peggy mm -hmm. and I grew up in. Uh, we originally moved to Shreveport, which is kind of fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, a little too fast. Mm -hmm. uh, my oldest actually walked up on a, a drug addict who had overdosed. Oh, gosh. And I mean, yeah, so weeks later, we moved out of that neighborhood to the country. I said, we're country people, so we yeah. went back to the country. I'm from and, the country. I know that. Exactly, I love it. You know that, like Starkville. <laughs> yes. So uh, it was Halton High and like the little small community again that everybody rallied around. And we still today in Shreveport, I mean, here in uh, Dallas with us have probably six to eight kids, boys, young men now. Uh, either they played Pop Warner ball or high school ball. They all followed us here. Really? Yes, ma'am. Well, I want to know more about Peggy. I know she was the inspiration for the foundation. Um, and for you, if you'll say it again, for what she told Dak when, when she discovered she had cancer. She, Peggy was the ultimate football mom. Like yeah. I said, she and I started dating in high school when I was a star. Before you were Zach's dad. Yeah, before I was Zach's dad, you know. And uh, so she followed me. She wore my, my letter jacket, which was, you know, the cover with all the patches and everything. Uh, like I said, so she, she knew football. And when they started playing, I, I wanted to coach. I think I got to coach Tad and Jace for about a year. And then mom being mom, she outlawed that. Said I couldn't, <laughs> I could not be their coach because I was too rough on them, you know. And she wanted somebody else to coach them, and, and we often laugh because all the coaches said the same thing that they didn't coach her, she coached them. Oh and my so, gosh! Right, it. she took the Strong job. Woman. Right, she took the job for me, and she became the coach. But yeah, I mean, it was so like Jace. I mean, he was just this man of a man. Jace, six eight, three hundred plus pounds, and still a gentle giant, you know. Had his, yeah. but. If his mom saw the play not going just well, I mean, you hear her over everybody else, Jace McKenzie Prescott, if you don't. <laughs> and in the next play, you saw a reaction. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the same way when Dak got to Starkville. Mm -hmm. You know, she told the coaches, you know, my baby's coming here, but I expect this, that, that, and the other. Yes, ma'am, Miss Prescott. Yes, ma'am, Miss Prescott. So, wow. like I said, she was very hands-on. And like I said, we thought Jace would be the first in the league because, like you said, he, he was just, His size, he was right? that. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, but he damaged both knees, you know, uh, and yeah, so it's such a heartbreak. Uh, so, gosh, that's know, just such a big deal for a kid who's football, yes, you know, it's life yes, and their, you know, hopefully yeah. maybe their career it, in the it, future. It, I mean, it later took his toll on Jace. Oh but, my gosh. But as Dak, like I said, progressed into school and, like I said, it was his sophomore year that. We found out that she was ill and how bad it was. She told him, she said, baby, you're going to be great. You know, we you're sensed it since great. you were a little one. She yeah. said, so every great has a story. She said, just allow me to be your story. As oh hard gosh. as it is. I and, said, chills, just go ahead to tell every great and, has a story. And if you look story. back, it's true. And it's if you true. look back, it's true. And, and like that's, said, the, that's the essence of, of the organization is overcoming adversity. Yes, ma'am. And exactly after he watched his mom going through the struggles and everything, mm -hmm. He promised that anything he could do to help anybody else, he would do that. So the foundation was established mainly on cancer research, mm -hmm. cancer funding. You know, we mm -hmm. help families just get to doctor's appointments. You know, it's the little mm -hmm. things because we weren't able. Like I said, insurance only pays so much. Mm -hmm. So it was a struggle, you know, just gas alone sometimes. Mm -hmm. uh, we also fund scholarships for kids or doctors going into it. I mean, we, we yeah. every aspect that we can, cancer all the way we're in, we uh, 
partnership with Stand Up for Cancer. Because mm -hmm. again, any organization that we can, we're part of the Red Dress Foundation for the ladies, the pink. Uh, a true cancer. team player in this space, as just, as yeah. one would expect, because you're a football family, right. and and that that just makes sense. You know, you know what it means to be part of a team. Um, I would love I would love people to know um, about the Cowboys part of Dak's story and how you were a, a Cowboy fan <laughs> from an early age, and then some people may think that you're a fan because Dak has been so special to the Cowboys, you know, I, but really... I actually say I scarred the kid or, like I said, <laughs> you know, permanently put it on his brain, but I was probably one of the biggest Cowboy fans ever uh, just from my grandpa's influence, and that was during Coach Tom Landry days. I mean, oh, my wow. grandpa, right, he was... Next to God, it was only Tom Landry. Okay, <laughs> yeah. my grandpa would just live by that. Uh, sad to say, when Jerry Jones purchased the team, my grandpa jumped off the bandwagon. Oh no! And it was only because he was one of those loyalists that yeah. you don't fire Tom Landry with twenty nine years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My grandpa just felt like you let Tom come in for that one year so that he finished with thirty years and he walked away. Yeah. But it wasn't done that way. Jerry always does things his way. Yeah. And from <laughs> yeah. that moment, my grandpa swore off the team. Well, you know, Cowboys can be a little polarizing sometimes. <laughs> you're no, a fan or sometimes you're like, oh, the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know the true fans. Yeah, we, yes. We, we, don't, we don't waver. One in 15, I was still there, still putting on my jersey, still taking all the ridicule. So then that translated over into Dak. Right. Uh, he, he sided with Pops. I mean, he was always there. So his little bedroom, his curtains, his sheets, his pillowcases was all cowboys. Yeah. Uh, then when we got to the point, uh, one year, like I said, we bought him the race car, the Hot Wheel race car set. And I'm up the night before for doing Christmas. the loop to loop. Yeah, for <laughs> Christmas, got it running up the wall. I mean, I'm proud of my work because I put a little work in, you know. And it's know, work. Yeah, it's work. You know, snapping all these pieces together. And I'm thinking the next morning, surely my kid is just going to be having the time of his life. Yeah. So mom and I come around the corner and we hear not a single car on the track. And then I look up and the track is shoved in the corner. Oh my God, what's going on? And then I come around and see him on his little knees and he's got an offense and a defense with his matchbox car. Oh and it's like, did we tap into the wrong thing or what? <laughs> it's definitely not about cars. It's about football. So the next year he got his little Troy Aikman, the helmet, the number eight jersey and the, little, the whole little uniform, you know, they had it for the kids. And mm -hmm. Uh, he's at his brother's practice one day. We put him in for a play, and right after the play, I'll, Daddy, I'm going to be quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. And it's like, son, yes, you are. Wow. Thank gosh. God. Look at us today. God is so good. So good. He God says you speak so it good. there, and I will yes, give it. Yes, and I see and now he has his number, and I see it on your lapel so yes, beautifully. He has a four. So kids all around <laughs> Dallas uh, have, have a DAC four. And it's so, you have just no idea. And again, That's I so go back cool. and think about how proud my grandpa would be. Oh, to see his name on a cowboy jersey. Up in heaven. I mean. That's when it gets me the most. Oh, my gosh. You know Peggy and, and Papa are up oh, there. Laughing together. Best of call friends. Call and Best of Said friends. Call I mean, that's a whole other story I have to tell you because, again, he and her were just like that. I mean, my grandpa oh, and her were just so, I mean, he, if she called... I was in trouble. Yeah. My boy, Peggy called. I was like, wait a minute, Papa. Is that Papa, the secret to a long marriage yeah. and hold a great on, <laughs> Wife has a father-in-law. Yeah. Speed dial. Grandfather. Get him Grandpa. In. It was Grandpa. It was Grandfather. Grandpa. Yeah. And I mean, oh my God. Yeah. That's right, Papa. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm just so inspired. I think your family is so beautiful. It is just such a 
a treat to get to hear the inside of your family because a lot of people will see Dak and see you and say, oh, it must be a certain way. Or, you know, we make assumptions off of people's um, end result and yes, not, uh, and we don't, we forget the journey. And your foundation is the manifestation of the journey. It's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. We're going to take a quick break and transition into getting into all about the foundation. I'm just so excited. I'm sure it's going to be filled with amazing stories. We could stand here all day talking (laughs) about Dak's dad. Dak, because y'all are just, you know, what Dallas is all about. So, Like I said, let it be known. I am not a fan because he's a quarterback of the Cowboys. Yeah, you were a fan long before. He's happy to be the quarterback because he was raised a Cowboy fan. Well, I love that. I love that. And so with that, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor and, and come back with Dak's dad. Hey guys, Ben and Lauren here again to tell you about another line from Rascal Man. It is a face line. Men, Ben, you know this. You should be exfoliating and washing your face yeah. and moisturizing. We, don't, we just don't do it though. We don't do it. No, no, you don't. And ladies, I'm here to tell you, buy it for your man. Make them wear it. And the number one thing that they should add to their routine is eye cream. Eye cream. Ben, do you, mm-hmm. did you use eye cream this morning? I Admittedly, I didn't. I usually do, but I did not do it this morning. Well. Are you going to help me out? Yeah. I'm just okay. going to embarrass you right here <laughs> on this show. Women, don't let your men walk out with bags and dark circles under their eyes. And Ben, remember, don't, don't manhandle it here. Okay. Dab it in real light. Yep. I got it. Ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> Got this. And they instantly go away. So go to rascalman.com or the Jen's Place and pick up your products today. Welcome back to the show for the love of Dallas. I'm Lauren Davis, your host, and we're back with Dak's dad, <laughs> formerly known as Nathaniel. Thank you, Lauren. Um, and we want to get into um, faith, fight, finish. That's your foundation named after your three Beautiful boys, which was so cool to learn. Thank you. Um, so tell me, I know you have four pillars. Yes, ma'am. So I'd love to jump in because those are extremely meaningful causes to you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, it is Faith, Fight, and Finish Foundation, which was established in honor of his late mother, Peggy. Uh, we lost Peggy to colon cancer, and that being our primary pillar, Cancer Research and Cancer Foundation. Any funding that we can do to help. Uh, also, uh, just to invest in... Research. Also, our next pillow is mental health and suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. We lost Jace in 2020 to suicide. Uh, Jace was a football player, like I said, a man that made me look small. Yeah. Uh, he got injured, both injured both knees, got hooked on pain pills so often mm-hmm. the case, uh, was fighting that addiction, and Jace was at home with his mom when she took her last breath. Uh, all of that combined, it just kind of weighed on him. Uh, like I said, he and Dak were probably best of friends. Uh, Dak still said that Jace was his counselor. That's who he went to because he was, you know, just a brother ahead of him. Uh, and although Dak had the master's degree in psychology, Jace was that go-to. So he tried to get Jace to talk to someone else and he never did. So like I said, with all of that overtaking him, he, he took his own life. So like I said, so mental health and suicide prevention is one of those pillars that we, we stand strong behind. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did a, a joint venture with Solomon from the Chiefs football team. He and his family went through the same thing where his sister committed suicide. So like I said, we take that strong at heart. Uh, Our other pillar is bridging the gap between young kids and the police department. 
important. Very important. After George Floyd lost his life, it hit that hard. I mean, mm-hmm. just to watch that go on. And it was already a stigmatism, especially with black kids, that cops are bad. Cops are bad. All cops aren't bad. Right. I mean, all cops are not bad. It's just like anywhere else you go in life. You're going to have bad seeds in everything. Yes. Some people are going to just do bad things. It's a fallen world. It's a fallen world. So, again, we here in the last couple of years have been getting with a bunch of the high schools, like uh, high school championship football teams, and we'll have them come together with the Police Association, Dallas Police Association. Oh, love them. Dallas Fort Worth. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, and shout, out. Chief Nokes, <laughs> shout out. Chief Noakes. Chief <laughs> yes. Noakes. And, and all those guys, have, like I said, have been great for us. But we just bring them together and, and let me see the, the common people. Uh, for one, we have the police officers dressed like in hoodies, yeah. t-shirts. We're humans. And, We're exactly, friends. Exactly. Yes, yes. And the kids don't know who they are. And they start interacting and then they find out, it's like, oh my God, he's a cop. After an hour and a half, you know, they've been interacting, listening to the same music. Wow. And then they see him I in a total different light. Like, and it works because again, all, all guards are down, you know, yes. we're coming in and just... We're having them come in, inviting them to come out and eat. You know, we're going to play tug of war like Tina was in earlier. You know, I'm, I'm always on a tug of war team or I got a hula hoop trying to do something with the kids <laughs> so just to make it fun. But like yeah. the cops are the same way. They let their guards down. They're not there with any badges or any anything's hidden. I'm a cop. And it's so funny when you see a kid look at an officer and they're listening to the same rap music. And it's like, oh my God, you listen to that? It's like, yeah, you know, why not? You know, and and it's just all of a we sudden. We make so a many assumptions. Yeah, exactly. But we're just people. And when it comes down to it, when all the barriers are down, when all the clothing is removed, we're all just people. Yeah. And it's so. That's awesome. And our last one, like I said, is just to help in any kind of way that we can offer assistance in life-changing challenges that are out there hardships. for everybody. Yeah, because you, your families, I, I'm sure, been blessed during these times of hardship when um, when Peggy was going through cancer. That was when Dak was in college. Yes, ma'am. I mean, and yes, in his ma'am. prime kind of years of his upcoming career, uh, was a community an inspiration. Thank, I know Starkville because some of my family's from Starkville. Yes, <laughs> we know that. You are preaching. I can only imagine they came around you. Is that part of Thank the Thank God for that little community in Starkville and again the little hometown that Peggy and I grew up in yes. a little town called Venton Louisiana uh, we sit right on the border of Texas we're 23 miles west of Lake Charles mm-hmm. but the two little communities yes I mean helped in so many ways like I said sometimes just getting back and forth to the football games became a challenge because we we wanted her there as often as she could be but again that community made sure that wheelchair ramps, uh, vans, I mean, whatever it took, they got us there and always had mine and her section reserved to where we were showered with love. I mean, during the game, people were bringing us food and drinks and just mementos and just how much they loved Dak. I mean, it was just the outpouring of affection. I mean, thank God again. And like you said, just the, the monetary challenges. I can't tell you how many times, I mean, we got envelopes that we didn't even know who they were from, just anonymous. Wow. And I mean, just... I mean, right. I mean, it was shocking, but it was just so. Why? Why? Who are we not to give back when we we had that much love showed upon us? I mean, we we were just a family with a kid in college. Dak wasn't famous. I mean, he was just a kid starting off in Starkville. Thank God it worked out the way he did. But again, they loved us just for who we are, who we were. After Peggy passed, and I start bringing other family members, I chose to sit in a different area of the stadium. They found me. That group oh found and brought us like, what are you doing? Uh, you you belong to us. It's like, yeah, I know. It's like, no, even though Miss Peggy's not here, you're going to sit right here. And I mean, it was stuff like that. I mean, so all those years, like you said, I had a, a reserve spot that said, Dak's dad. It was either standing <laughs> or sitting, but that no one violated that area because, again, they, it was just so much respect. Wow. 
Wow. So tell us a little bit more about some of the the ways on the different pillars, whichever one you want to speak on, that um, what are the ways you're involved in the community? Or is it fundraising, galas? What are some of the activities that your foundation does? Because one of the goals of the show, as I say every time, is to inspire people to take action. I believe that Dallas, and doesn't get any more Dallas than the Prescott's now, right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're it, um, is Dallas will become a better place if more people give time. We want to inspire time donors. We're not calling them volunteers anymore. We're elevating. Time donors. I we're elevating that. because it is a donation of your most precious resource, so which true. is your time, no matter who you are. Dak has 24 hours. Anne has 24 hours. And how you spend it and what you get done in a day is is – more your valuable, life more is valuable than any dollar. more valuable than money yeah, because yeah. I could give a hundred, you could give a hundred thousand. You never know if that was a stretch, but Thank you know you. when your time right. is a stretch. So I want to know how does the foundation spend its time? How do you spend its time? Uh, and uh, happy to say again, we're funding cancer research, uh, all, all aspects all of it. Yes, ma'am. Uh, we're funding grants and scholarships for new medical students coming in. Uh, we're also assisting families. Like I said, if, if you reach out and just say mom has, and it doesn't have to be colon cancer, whatever the situation is, if it's that C word, that dreaded C word, you can reach out to our foundation and we will cut checks to get you there, to get you to your doctor's appointment, to get you to pay for medication, whatever is necessary. Again, he is so blessed. And that's what you know, God has given him a platform, the foundation and the funds to be able to do, like I said, to help like he was helped, like his mother was helped. So we're out there. We're also the championship football teams we have coming up in a couple of weeks. I think it was five that we had from our area this year, high school teams. We're going to have all five teams come together for one event just to show our appreciation for them. I mean, again, well, it's like, the little things, right? And it's like the, it's just the little things. Yes. Well, and again, such and we're trying to inspire future football players. I yeah. mean, these are ball players again, that they already think the world of Dak. So like you said, some of his time, 12 hours his day, he loved to spend time with these kids just to show them. And, he, and his famous word is, no, don't say you're going to be the next Dak. He didn't want to hear that because, again, like I told you, when he said, I'm going to be the next quarterback, he didn't say I was going to be the next Tom Landry or Troy, Troy Aikman. Yeah. I'm going to be the next quarterback. He wants whoever you are to stand strong in who you are and be that person. So, and like I said, any we're doing all kind of fundraisers all the time. Uh, we have the big Faith, Fight, and Finish Gala coming up in two weeks. It's going to be our third year. Uh, it should have been five, but because of COVID and other things, we backed right. up a couple. Uh, but doing that, uh, we uh, we auction off, talk about time. You can bid on a weekend deep-sea fishing trip with Dak and his brother, Tad, who are avid fishermen. What? And I mean, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, um, everyone needs to get to the <laughs> fundraiser and bid on that. Who wouldn't want one, to do one, that? One, one of many events, okay? We also right. have a one-on-one -on -one experience with Dak. You and I go to the star and y'all spend all day throwing the football back and forth and signing autographs and stuff like that. Uh, Dak is big into four wheelers. Also, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's the razor company, mm -hmm. the big razor company. Mm -hmm. They build a four wheeler for us every year. That's auctioned off there. He signed, he has an autograph on, he takes pictures with you and everything. Our goal this year is to raise a million dollars. Wow. Uh, the last two years we've gone a little over 900,000. So we know okay, we're going to get a million dollars. It. That, that's how it goes. So again, we're, we're inviting you to come out. Uh, one of them may be, they're talking about this year. I'm somewhat of a chef 
And I fed oh. I fed the Cowboys organization a couple of times. Uh, they love my gumbo. So multifaceted. So, <laughs> so, so we're talking about maybe an experience to where you can come in, in the kitchen with me and spend a day with me cooking and then at night eat gumbo with Dak. So if you have any opportunities or experiences like that that you're willing to offer to us to raffle off, we would offer you two tickets to our gala to come and join us. I mean, again, there's a lot of really cool people that listen to this program that certainly has many things that they can donate. I I think that's going to be awesome. We have uh, several steakhouses who have contributed. We have a couple of different tailors who have contributed. So like I said, it, we're open to whatever. And I think it, Nathan and, and Warner is going to go. What do you think? Uh, yes. I feel like it's right up your alley. I think the, the day with Dak throwing the football around, yes, like ma'am. I, yes, you know. It's going to get an investment from the Stone yes. family. <laughs> and I, I'd be remiss if I didn't admit Jerry also steps up every year. He oh, offers, I bet he does. He offers Cowboy Sweet tickets. Oh, wow. Tickets and a game. So you mm-hmm. can bring like a family of 20 or more. You know, you get you get your own personal suites just for the game. Also, that comes with autographed memorabilia from Dak. So there's so many different things. Uh, we Very have cool. uh, one of Dak's protege, we call him, a guy he met when he was at Mississippi State, mm-hmm. uh, born with no arms. Oh, wow. But paints with his feet. Really? The Jones purchased two of his paintings a couple years ago for over $50,000. And he went just from an art student to an artist overnight. Whoa. So again, it's just, you just never know what, what you won't see or, or run into at these experiences. We've had uh, ski trips that included the, the ski lodge, the chef, and everything for a week. I mean, we have so Okay, that is like the hottest <laughs> gala in Dallas. I must say, I've been to a few Pretty these much days. blown every, I I, I everyone else's out of the some, water. I think I got something for you two ladies, and I left it for last. How about a shopping spree in either New York or California? California or in New York. Okay. Wow. Y'all know how to put on a gala. I I'm must trying. say that's some of the best <laughs> stuff to bid on I've ever heard. Thank you. I totally agree. Thank you. Thank you. You're also just a genuine bright light of positivity and it's founded by faith. Yes, ma'am. And oh my God, my grandma would be so happy to hear you say. Oh that. my gosh! Yes, and you're—I don't—I don't know your family, but just all this—all of the stories that you've shared today, I—you have embodied all of that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so thank you. I just—I'm so pleased to meet you today, and um, you know, there your messaging for your foundation is adversity. Um, make adversity your inspiration, yes, and ma'am. you embody yeah, that, thank and. You. Thank you. Uh, I was really curious about other people you all have met through this process and through your journey with your organization that probably shared some pretty amazing stories. Yes, ma'am. Uh, matter of fact, uh, three weeks ago, we were down in Huntsville Prison. Mm-hmm. Dak and I were inside the walls and ex- wow. an experience for him. Uh, me, like I said, former military, I actually worked in Leavenworth Prison, the prison. So like oh I said, gosh. I'm very accustomed to it. But I knew it was going to be an eye-opening event for him. But uh, we have a young man, reformed inmate, reformed prisoner. His name is Damon West. And if you have a moment, uh, look Damon up. He wrote a book called The Coffee Bean Effect. And it's talking about how going into the incarcerated society, how you either you change society or you let it change you. And like a coffee bean, when you put it in hot water, it doesn't change. It changes the water. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and that's the other pen I'm wearing now. We're actually working with Damon West and the prison reform system on helping inmates when they come out to have a start in life. You know, we're funding for them to go to school after 
And what it was, we actually went to their first high school graduation. After high school, they got their GED. Then they rolled into a technical program. And they're either coming out with truck driving skills or chef mm -hmm. skills or something to where it's not so hard once you get out to yeah. everything's working against you. And again, it's society, but we have to be able to offer them a second chance. And it's just people like Damon we've come in, people like Corey Borner that we've Corey come Borner. in. Yes, Corey Borner, yes, we have that connection wanna, in common. I want to talk about a light, okay? I mean, <laughs> what happened to Corey to see how it happened and to see him just, nothing knocks him down. I mean, no. every time I'm talking to Corey, it's like, He's a positive. He's on fire. He's on fire. He's on fire. No, no, I watch no his job, videos. Yes. I follow his posts. Like he's on fire. And yeah. So uh, that was one of the things that we got with Corey. We were trying to get a fundraiser to buy uh -huh. the mus musculoskeletal system. So he can walk. But not oh. just him because, see, Corey has the advantage of knowing Dak and Zeke. Yeah. So Corey has access to it. Yeah. But what about all the people who don't know exactly. Dak and Zeke? Those are the people that we want to help. We have to make a way. We have, we have to, to make, make a way, way for and others. And, it's not just about ourselves. And that's what I'm saying. You know, not just for the fortunate. And then me being one of those people, like I said, I'm so blessed now. I'm sitting in a position now. Thank God my son has told me, Pops, you will never work another day of your life. I've mm -hmm. come here and, and tried going to work twice. And he he come to the job and fired me. No, kind of embarrassing. What? Right? So, come to the job. I'm personally like he don't work here anymore. I'm like, I oh loved him before, but <laughs> I feel like people are gonna be like, <laughs> like, like his uh, celebrity is gonna go like, next well, level because the they're like, who's the son? It's like, well, right now he can be the father. Okay, I'm not working. Such anymore. a good man. <laughs> You've raised such good men. <laughs> Thank you, man. But no, again, we're we're just taught to like said, take care of one another, help help yeah. all that you can. Yeah. I love that. I, I want to know a little bit uh, more about your son that you lost to suicide because that is one of the number one killers right now. Um, I come from a family of addiction. My dad was in prison. Um, he lost his life by addiction, not by suicide, oh but a car wreck. Yes, I lost him young. And so I understand that grief of the addiction and that loss, at least from a father-daughter angle. And but still the loss, you and I are part of a fraternity and a group that we yes. choose not to be a part of, but we are. So, right. we're, so we're, ever, we're forever connected, okay? And, and and that was that was Jace. I mean, he was, like I said, our gentle giant because Jace could stand above me and put his chin on my head. Yes. And, and you're pretty tall. And I'm pretty tall. Wow. And, yeah. And it was always just such a good feeling. And and Dak always talked about the hug that Jason gave because like he was just such a big man and he just he just made you Sometimes feel loved. Sometimes the ones who and my dad was like this who are the most empathetic and who are the lovers who struggle the most because they are so connected. And it it's it almost can be tormenting when it becomes chose, too much. Chose to keep it internally, just yes. internalize it. Would not talk about it. You know, it was just <gasps> subtle so signs that, that he was putting out. Like I'm not on any social media because uh -huh. you know I'd be looking for people on social media. Yeah, they're very brave on that side of the screen. Oh so yeah, I'm not, I'm keyboard warriors got it. But, yeah, but Jace had his you know his different sites, and I have friends, and they were saying you know they're looking at posts like he was questioning why was he still here. Oh. Why would God take his mom and not him? Oh. And it was little things like that, you know, but he was internalized, but he wouldn't talk about it, you know? Yeah. And, Trauma is real. It's yes, real for everyone. It doesn't matter what it was. It still hits your body and your nervous system the same, um, whether it be, you know, you witness something, these kids live in and some of the violent post, communities. It's post-traumatic that we yes. don't deal with. And it, it, it has affected so many people. I mean, I, my COVID. cousin committed suicide yes, and it's, look at us. There's just three of us in a room together yeah, and we've gone through right. horrific loss. And, and my, my biggest fear and, and 
It's kids right now. Kids, yes. Jay's filled in that. Like, just in the COVID 30, kind 30, of situation, too. But yeah. it's that yeah. 16 to 30, 31, 32 years of age. They're just starting to live their life. You know, and again, I here we are talking about this past weekend. I lost another little cousin to oh, drug dose of suicide. So sorry. You know, but again, you know. It is an, an unfortunate reality in our society right now. And and the mission of your foundation, overcoming adversity, that's key because it's not if, it's when something's going to happen, right? We live in a fallen world. You can't make it through life without adversity. And having that tool set and those people to inspire you and come around you at those hard times are what get you through. And unfortunately, sometimes it's more than one soul can handle and they unfortunately take but, their life. And, but And here we are talking about having the resources and the avenues yes. and everything. Again, this is a cousin. Who, who we had talked to about it, who's, who was actually wearing one of Jason's shirts that said, it's okay to say I'm not okay. And still didn't, still didn't come and, and get it. You know, what it do you right think? There. I mean, you're, you're in this work. What, what do we do? Uh, if, if I, if, <laughs> do you have that thought we just, on this? We just keep working. I we mean, just keep working. Because again, it's not a, it's not a simple fix. It's not it's a, not. I can put my hand on a button and it changes or it would be changed. We just have to keep plugging. We just have to keep praying and keep working. I mean, yeah. that's all we can do. Yeah, that is. Totally yeah. A faith. And I guess, you know, that's the faith, faith part. Faith, and finish. Faith, I, and, and finish. And again, fight like, and finish. like, like, yes, ma'am. He lost his mother on a Saturday. Well, Sunday morning, he played South Carolina that game. One of his worst games. He told me, he whispered in my ear prior to mom didn't call. And he sensed it. He lost her that night. Oh, we buried her on a Wednesday. The next Saturday, he was out there fighting to play because he said his mom wouldn't have it any other way. Wow. On it, and then he come back after playing his worst game. At it. He played his best game at the three days, four days after her funeral. Wow. So, wow. yes, continue to fight. Keep the faith and finish the job. Oh, well, I love well, that. For our audience, how can they help? support your organization. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and I have to go back and apologize one more. Uh, one of our, no, our biggest collaborator with us in our Fate Fight and Finish Foundation is Rhino Coffee. Just have to give him a shout oh, out. Oh, nice. Yes, yes, because I'd be remiss if I didn't. But all we're asking again is any type of support that you can offer, any time that you can give, mm -hmm. uh, any resources. Like I said, I, I'll make sure you have all the information for the foundation, all the yes. numbers you need, uh, but any experience that you can offer for the gala. Like okay. I said, that that's the things that yeah. we're looking for right now. Clearly, uh, you're number yeah. one in Dallas for that. So let's see what we can do. You set the bar very high. <laughs> and so people can get connected on the website. I was on the website. It had so much information, including an awesome video from Dak. And that's, can you say the website? Is it? Faith, Fight, and Finish. Faith, Fight, and Finish dot. Org? Yeah, dot org. Dot yeah. org. Okay, yeah, I want to make sorry. sure. Uh -huh. Faith, Fight, Finish dot org. org. Right. So they can get connected you that way. You can get connected. Shannon is uh, the young lady that... Uh, her number is going to appear on there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, between Shannon and Jenny, and myself, you're going, you guys are going to have my point of contact before I leave here. Okay, great. We'll, we'll definitely take care of you. you know, okay. Appreciate any and anything and everything you're willing to do. Well, I love it. Well, Anne, I'm so grateful for you being here and livening up the conversation, and I love it. Um, so thanks so much. No problem. I've enjoyed being here today. Yes, yeah. and thank you to Nathaniel. No, ma'am. For, I, I for being have here. To say thank you. For the love of Dallas, appreciate yes. you and, and my lovely hostess. Thank yes. You know, well, it's all about Dallas and y'all couldn't be more Dallas. So <laughs> I feel real honored to have you here. So go Cowboys, go Cowboys, go Dak. But um, well, th thank you to our audience for, for listening. And I hope you were 
beyond inspired. I know I am. I have a newfound love for Dak and everything he's doing. Clearly, um, a family who is giving back. Too much is given. Much is much is expected. expected. And um, that is just so evident. So I hope that you'll be inspired. I hope that you will look within your families and strengthen, strengthen your faith. I hope that you will look at what you've been given and, and give as the Prescotts have. Um, so please be inspired. Dallas is a very wealthy city. It's a very wealthy county. And, and let's live up to the standard that the Prescotts have set. So thank you so much for being with us. And we'll see you again soon.